0: I'm Russ Kickle, and on this episode of American Reef, that Paletta Elos tank is getting some live rock. So in the last video in this series, we got to see Mike, like a kid in a candy store, setting up his brand new coral reef aquarium. Well that excitement actually continues through in this episode where he's actually doing some aquascaping. Luckily enough, we were able to do some Q&A's with Mike while he was doing the aquascaping, and he got to share some of the principles that he follows for aquascaping. He'll also share some tips and tricks, for example, when a rock falls down on the bottom of your glass tank, how do you make sure that glass bottom doesn't break? Or the kind of steps or the process that you follow in adding livestock, just to make sure you ensure success along the way as well. Again, very informative and I think very helpful, especially for the new hobbyist. If you're looking for that first video in the series, I released it out on the product showcase videos. Um, And again, you can go to AmericanReef.com and of the three, just select the product showcase video button. Uh, If you're watching via any kind of podcast, again, just search for Saltwater. From there, you'll find the product showcase videos and you'll see it in there. And then lastly, if you're looking for American Reef HPD, which for whatever reason, I guess I'm not very clear on kind of describing where you can find it, you can go to AmericanReefHPD.com and you can purchase what I think is one of the best fish foods on the planet. Again, American Reef HPD, all one word, no spaces.com. Now let's head on over to Mike's. Mm-hmm. talk about where we were and what we're
1: doing the tank had been set up for approximately a week with the water in it testing to make sure the plumbing worked nothing was leaking the tank was level what areas of the tank the light covered because once you put the rock in it looks different than whenever it's there's no water in there so you can see that the light basically covered to here so obviously I need a second light that's going to go here and then the whole tank will be covered with light. Even though this is primarily right now at 1400k, it doesn't look that bright, it's still running roughly 900 par at the surface. Yep. So the next step is to add the live rock. Now my live rock has been curing different ways for approximately four to six weeks. When I say different ways, it was in fresh live rock was curing, older live rock was in the sump of my old tank, and then there was another vat of live rock from the old 70 gallon tank. So I basically we have three different kinds of live rock going into this tank, all of which are cured, have sponges, have life on them. Uh, so those are going into the tank. Now, before you add to the tank, one, as I said, protect everything you can from salt water. But two, remember, rock takes up space. I, this has been a very hard lesson for me to learn because I've almost fried myself several times by dumping the rock in the tank and then having it displace the water in the sump to where it overflowed the sump. Right,
0: that's right. It's not good. Right. OK. And again, for those people out there, in other words, there's two methods, right? In other words, you can do a leak test and then use that water to put salt, you know, your salt mixture in, right? which is the way that you did. Right. Other people will do a leak, te- leak test, get rid of that water, right? And then put the tank wherever they're at and then move right. it again and blah, 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 blah.
1: Nick has been building tanks for 30 years. I pretty, was pretty confident I wasn't going to get a leak in it. Yep. I had a, the old 70-gallon tank sitting here. For the first week, it was up. Right. If there was a leak, I could drain it in roughly 10 minutes. Right. So I was didn't have a problem with that. And I did train it, drain it three times to get the leveling proper. Right. So I did the leak test, filled, the leak, <laughs> and filled it, filled it. Right. So I'm pretty confident that it's comfortable now. Right. So now the, the very simple process: you take water out and, now- and you put rock in.
0: And now I just have to say, when all your friends tell you you suck, yeah, I, I, we, we've got I video that shows. Sadly you. to say,
1: I've sucked on many hoses to start
0: siphons.
1: <laughs> Old hands still do that method. I mean, new guys fill everything with water. Yeah, yeah, it. then dump
0: it in. Yeah, but yeah. I think
1: it's why I don't get uh, sick. I've been exposed to every bacteria
0: yeah, that that's saw. right. You got them all right. So, you know, once you've done that. Okay, so now, as far as the water that you've got here. Uh, your plan then is you're just going to take five gallons out to start with, or what are you going to do? I'm going to
1: take five gallons out until I start to hear the pump right. drop too much. Right. Which will be happening fairly soon. I mean, you can see the water level dropping in the tank, and the next thing we're going to hear is the pump going.
0: So while that thing is kind of sucking its way down, um, right, I'm
1: also going to check and see when I get close because I don't want it. The bad thing about these, the great thing about DC pumps is they're variable, Yep. the bad part is if they get air bubbles in them, they don't like that very much and they aren't real happy and you'll sort of hear weird sounds coming out of them. Really? Yeah, so I try not to run them dry.
0: Okay. Yeah, just my own rule. No.
1: And one thing, I have the heater in the first chamber, which always stays filled, not in the last chamber, as I've seen people put it next to the pump. The pump chamber can run dry, that heater will then crack. And then you find something new called electricity, which is not good in salt water. Mm. It is uh, an interesting sensation, let's say. Keep okay, getting close. I'll do this. And like in the old tank,
0: yep, same it's right. mounted on
1: walking stones. And the nice thing, you can see how much gunk is still on there even though I've rinsed it. You the know- nice thing about this it really shows off nicely once you put it in. Yeah, it does. Uh, the nice thing about this is that if I drop a rock, I'm not going to crack the glass.
0: Yeah, the starboard, that's The starboard super is, nice. for safety yeah.
1: reasons, it's much nicer.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: These are drilled, already pre-drilled, so and it should mount in fairly easily.
0: And when we say pre-drilled, that's a Mike took the time to drill it.
1: Yeah, rather than drilling it while we go, which is how I've done things in the past.
0: And now this one's going to be bare bottom again.
1: Yeah. I, in in talking with people that have substrate, they spend a lot of time keeping it clean, and I've always tended it tends to accumulate stuff. Right. Things that I don't particularly want.
0: Okay, so while you were doing your rock, right? Right. First of all, like right, you made some comments. I'm gonna put stags over here, this, that, and the other, right? Or you got your tape measure out, right? And you measured. Right. Talk, talk to me. Why?
1: Okay. Basically, what I'm doing is I don't want all the rock right at the surface, even though it looks really nice having all the rock at the yeah, surface. Yeah, You have to give the coral space to grow. So I have six to eight inches everywhere, pretty much. Okay. So. Things that are gonna grow really tall are gonna go over here. Eventually, though, in every tank I have, which is something I hate to have to say and do, I take live rock out. Right. Over time, the corals grow over everything, they grow so thick and cover everything, you have to take the live rock down. Otherwise, all you have is everything sitting at the top of the tank. Right. And it's not a particularly attractive look unless you live on top the tank and can look down. Right, right. So in this tank, I'm setting it up for everything to grow six to eight inches below from frags, so in a year, 18 months, everything will be on the surface. I'm gonna have to more or less tear this down and drop it drop all down it all four to six inches. Sure. That's a, not a bad problem to have. But in the meantime, I want it to look nice. Right. Because uh, otherwise you're gonna go, oh, that's a really nice empty tank. So <laughs> it's full of rock now, but over time, there will probably be, right now, there's roughly 60 pounds of rock in here. Mm-hmm. Eventually, there'll probably be 35, 40 pounds tops. Right. So rock will be coming out as I fill in uh, bottom stuff, everything else. So it'll be nice from that standpoint. I okay. mean, I was worried that I scratched the glass, but I didn't.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, hold, hold on, on that topic, right? How good did that starboard work out, right? Yeah. You're dropping I mean, rocks. Usually
1: these are big bulky rocks, and I s- cut a something in my finger, which made me drop a big rock. And if I didn't have the starboard, I probably would have cracked the glass. Right. But knowing that the starboard was here, I mean, for 80 bucks, it's the best $80 bucks i have spent yeah, in a long
0: time. I, you just saved your ass right yeah, there. Right yeah,
1: right there. I uh, paid for the tank. Right. So that's something to keep in mind if you're going to do this. I mean, it, it's kind of a pain in the ass to cut because you can't really cut it with a typical little thin bandsaw. Right. You have to someone that knows what they're doing. Uh, fortunately, I know enough cabinet makers and people with enough equipment that, took five minutes to cut. I mean, right. literally took five minutes. Right. Took an hour to drive there, but five minutes to Not cut. The point. Right. And I cut a template out originally, fit it in, and it, it fit pretty close to perfectly. I got paranoid that I right. it was too long and I didn't want to have to do it again. So I cut it a little bit short, so I had to slop some into a corner. Right. But for the most part, you can cut it precisely with a good template and make it a precise fit into what you need, and then you're safe. And I think it looks really nice Right off yeah, the get yeah. versus a bare bottom of glass, I yeah. really like how this looks. Yeah, I mean, you may disagree, but I think it's it's a lot nicer, cleaner-looking system than a typical gla- bare-bottom glass
0: tank. And it's functional, meaning when you have a rock, whatever yeah, below over, stuff over.
1: will fall. Right. Particularly when you're just setting up the tank. Right. So now I'm not afraid that I'm going to come down some morning, a rock's going to fall hmm. and crack the glass and flood the house. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because I've had things like that happen in the past. Sure, sure. But now this is. I mean, a really nice addition to something we can add to a tank that's inert, it's not expensive, and right. it really adds to the overall look of the tank. Right. And I mean, I now see with the light hitting the rocks and the sand,
0: and the, uh... Right. You can see exactly where you're... And you the are.
1: starboard. It looks yeah. really nice. Sorry, I got tongue-tied
0: there for you. <laughs> Okay, so uh, back on the measuring, right? Um, again, for the new hobbyists out there, you might want to explain why you kept things off the back. I I kept things off the
1: back and side so I can clean any algae that accumulates, Mm -hmm. whether it's Coraline or anything else. Mm
0: -hmm. Wherever
1: there's a rock to the glass, you can't really clean it Mm -hmm. and then it sort of grows out from there Mm -hmm. like a virus or cancer and it becomes a real pain. Also the openness, the fish for whatever reason will be out more because there's spaces but they also have holes where they can dive into. So the rock is really open I mean, in the old days we used to run two pounds of rock per gallon, now I'm doing 60 pounds per 90 gallons. Right. So we're using a lot less rock and letting the corals fill in, and I'm also allowing a lot more open space. There's very little rock on rock in this tank, so there's very few places for detritus or other things to accumulate.
0: Right. And now speaking of which, you think that from a circulation standpoint, you don't think you're going to need to add any more, you know, uh, pumps to that, right?
1: We're gonna see. We're gonna okay. add amino acids and see how the flow is around the tank, Uh-oh. just like we did downstairs. Okay, Don't... and that will give us a good idea of what the flow looks like because it's colorful and it shows what we're doing.
0: Okay. <laughs> of this test
1: this is just a test to see what the flow is like around the the tank see how quickly this gets carried through and taken out I mean it's a it's a pretty simple I mean this is ELO's amino acids I obviously I've loved ELO's (laughs) amino acids for the last 10 years and they're my favorite they're what I add every week to my tank or right ELO's amino acids and it's they're nice and colorful if you add up most amino acids you don't see anything right add these you know you're adding something so we're gonna add them right here you can see how quickly that's going around.
0: Yeah, you can see how it banks off the sides, right? Literally. It should
1: come back across the front, and should get taken out of the sun, taken out with the overflow. And the bottom's blowing it, too.
0: See, now, to me. See, it's clear
1: here already. Right. It's
0: going all the way around. But to me, that kind of swirling thing, right, leaves that dead spot in the middle. Yeah.
1: I may uh, need to add a tunze to this. Sure attach it right here and have it blow th- across here
0: yeah just something because like I said you see the outside yeah but the inside
1: the inside is kind of bare but the outside is getting nice flow right This blew right across and it's gone right over the overflow. yeah the flow. so you're getting the gyre action yeah yeah here yeah without the gyre but now I just need something for a little bit of turbulence in the middle
0: now, is that overflow such that you can actually mount something in there so you don't have to mount something to the side of the glass? In other words, is there, is there any hollow spots in there where no. you can magnets stuff? No, you
1: can't get anything in there. So got what it. I would mount it on is the back right underneath this and mm-hmm. blow it right across.
0: Got it, got it. But
1: you see how fast it cleared up a lot of it. There's still some down there, but a lot of it already got drawn out. But you get, saw the nice gyre action.
0: Yep. Okay, so now the last part of today's video is testing to see if them little suckers are going to live, right? Yes, we
1: said we were bringing up the snails, and we wanted to see if they died immediately. They're still here, and they're they're stuck to the (laughs) cup, so they're still alive. And we're just going to put them right where we can see them under the light, and we'll see if they pop up.
0: So now, as a general rule of thumb, to me sounds like you've got two tests do you die immediately right? or do you
1: or, or will i find them later tonight right but usually when the water is a shock to them uh-huh. i've seen them go on the glass for like 30 seconds and drop over dead right and i've had i've probably had more calls not so much now but probably 10 years ago when there were a, a t- bunch of different salts and there was right. a great deal of variability in them that i just bought 20 snails and they were all dead five minutes after i put them in the tank and then we would think okay was it? this off that off right. you never thought well are you using a different salt and i found that there were a couple salts i won't name them that were right. really we bad salt right and right. the snails and it was because of sodium imbalance right. the snails would just go
0: right right okay so now how long do you give it in other words when will you give it the thumbs up to say okay these snails live long enough i'm going to put some corals in it
1: i'll probably add coral one or two pieces of coral next week
0: okay so, you give it a week then? I'll
1: probably yeah. add a fish before that. Really?
0: Okay, before I'll
1: probably add one of the little damsels I have downstairs. Okay. Just to see how he does. Everything gets tested. I put in some test corals, I'll put in some test right. fish, test invertebrates. Everything gets tested because, you know, three things may live, but if the fourth one dies, I still sure. have a problem.
0: Sure, sure. I mean,
1: I don't think that's going to be the case because this is really old, cured rock. Right. Uh, the water's as pure as possible because I changed. The RO unit, as well as the DI, the carbon, and the sediment, everything right. got changed. I ran 50 gallons off of that before I even put this in. Right. So this is as clean a water as I could possibly add to this tank from the get-go. Yep.
0: Okay, and so then, uh, again, it sounds like probably a good place to cut it, meaning that what we're going to do is you're going to wait for a week, Yep. and then after something good lives, you're going to put something else in there that's living, most likely a fish. Or... It's going
1: it, to, in probably two to three weeks, I'll know how good the tank is doing. Then I will add more. Okay. I mean, then I'll add eight frags, Sure. a couple fish, and then probably a week after that, if they do good, then all the fish will come in.
0: Because sure. it's
1: easier to add all the fish at once. Right now, they're all downstairs and fine and happy together. I don't want to throw in one fish and then one fish, because one fish develops this territory mine, and right. beats the crap out of everything else that you put in. Right, right. And I've had it happen with big fish, small fish. does It doesn't really matter.
0: Sure. OK, so to that point, we'll be back around three weeks. And we'll see what happens from there.
1: Yep, sounds great. Thanks,
0: Mike. So now what was your key takeaway from these videos, right? Mine, for example, uh, was that starboard. I love that thing. I mean, talk about a relatively inexpensive product that will really help you achieve long-term success, right? I mean, first of all, think about it. If you're into that bare-bottom tank, right, uh, that product is like a must-have. I mean... First of all, the, the theory behind the bare bottom is very simple. Keep your solids in suspension until they can export because what happens if solids break down, then when you have breakdown, you have nitrate, phosphate, and other kind of issues that basically are hard on corals. Right? So, again, that principle is such that it's sound and it makes sense. Well, what this does is it kind of takes that to the next degree because now it gives you an aesthetically-looking bottom right? that, when you think about it, it allows you to have that kind of bare-bottom look Much safer, though, meaning when those rocks fall, you don't have to worry about that glass at the bottom of your tank kind of shattering. You know, and and it's one of those, you know, one of those kind of items that I think is just awesome, and I never heard of it until Mike actually kind of used it. And I think that's one of the things that I really love about these videos in general, right? There's always something to learn, whether it's the new hobbyist or the advanced aquarist, right? And the goal, again, success. And speaking of success, my sponsors, right, they care about your success, right, because without you, they wouldn't be in business, really. Uh, and, again, that's the bulk of surprise, the premium aquatics, for example. You'll find out that they care about carrying quality products, higher-end products that guarantee you success, again, at an affordable price. When you look at worldwide corals, for example, you know, the corals that they carry, the frags that they carry, the diversi- diversification, for example. Uh, and, again, at the relatively uh, affordable price as well. You know, again, when you look at Tunzi for the life support systems or, you know, ecosystems with the Miracle Mud, again, all of these guys, if you cannot follow their rules, they really care about you succeeding. And again, it's a two way street, right? They win and you win. So, to that point, give them a chance to earn your business. I'm sure you will be very satisfied. Again, and thank you for watching this video. If you have any questions whatsoever, feel free to send them over to me at AmericanReef at me.com.